Hi, and welcome to Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. My God, we are at round three of the Ultimate Villain Showdown, and it's boiling, man. You're kidding me. It's getting wild. This is a joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, it's coming down to, like, it started as something that it seemed like such a huge undertaking. Like, you know, let's come up with the most ultimate villains that we could think of. Like that one push-up. <laughs> it, it's like the last push-up. Difficult. Up, no, the first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we tried our best. And hopefully you've been listening along and you've been giving us some feedback. Hopefully disagreeing a lot because, I mean, this is pretty much up to opinion. Yeah, and we we come down to a vote, uh, and for the most part, right now it's been for it, we've been seeing a majority of agreement. There's been some kickback, mostly through Ray. But yeah, Shredder. Yeah, <laughs> Shredder. I mean, <laughs> if Ray could have had, I think Shredder would have took it all. <laughs> but I mean, I'm pretty excited. You guys ready to break this one down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting to the nitty gritty. Born now. ready. Yeah, this I is mean, what Mike was born for. Yeah, he was born in I America. I could die after this. <laughs> no. I mean, literally. This is my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hours of preparation went into this last one. Hours. Actually, I'm sorry, not that last one, but to this. This is the one, like, we got only after this one, two more after this. And, I mean, and after that, the list, I mean, it's kind of broke down because we only have two, four, six, eight, ten. Like, there's only 12 people. This is, it's getting down there. You guys ready for it? Yeah, yeah. this is a good one. Let's bring it up. Because it's about to get crazy. Okay. Doobs Diddle versus the Kaiju. I love this match. So this is Doomsday Venom versus the Kaiju. Yeah. What's our trademark there? Dooms Denim. Dooms Denim. Dooms yeah. Denim, man. You can go to doomsdenim.com. <laughs> Gene Co. <laughs> you can make the checkout to Cash Marvel. <laughs> Just to let you know. Hey, don't forget DC. They got half of yeah, that Yeah, they have half too. of it. Yeah. Whatever. Amalgam. More to give us. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing amalgam, amalgam back. Yeah. Actually, more like Disney. I mean, come on. Let's. Uh, they got the big bucks. Buy our thing. So Doomsday Venom versus the Kaiju. I this. That's a rough one. It's a good fight. I mean, I could. This is one hundred percent. I could see this being on the pages. I mean, like this level of a monster versus this level of a monster. These are two essentially monsters coming head to head. Some big old monsters. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think let's just go ahead. We're gonna put that the kaiju has gotten to city ground. It's not in the water, so I mean, kind of levels it up. W- what do you guys see happening? I mean, me, I see a, a I mean a real big knockabout. I mean, like I mean, Doomsday fighting this giant monster, but I mean, a lot of kickback. Yeah, I'm. I mean, <clears throat> the kaiju are so so such large things. Like Doomsday punches their foot or something and they're like ow and then stomp him and then he punches through their foot oh, you know yeah. if he if he if he's pretty much unkillable i figured he would just you know crawl up them you know burrow through their eyeball and then turn their brain into swiss cheese yeah i mean if they have brains they let's do. think about the real losers here insurance they companies <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and all the gills of the world down on their luck Oh man, my business is kind of gills from The Simpsons, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy moves from India. He's like, I'm going to start insurance company in Metropolis. <laughs> oh. This is good investment. Is it the uh, Russian-controlled part of India? Yeah. Good investment. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm from India. I, I, I want bran- to. Yeah. I branch to Gotham. Vodka, vodka. But ultimately, yeah, vodka, I mean, vodka. the kaiju is yeah, beaten India, in in Pacific Rim by just being beat the hell up i mean yeah. they, it's a giant robot that just punches it as hard yeah. as it can a bunch and of hellfire time. missiles and tanks and nukes were enough they needed a giant robot <laughs> yeah. to beat them up yeah and essentially i mean you have doomsday with a symbiote yeah he's so that, gonna that's have, gonna be able to beat something exactly he's gonna have that same power punch that that giant i mean so he he would beat it down i mean i think it'd be a great fight it's i mean one that you could see in a comic book but it's you know you know in the end Doomsday is going to win. With a symbiote. Doomsday. Exactly. Doomsday. Yeah, not even Doomsday. He'll wipe the kaiju blood off of his jean jacket (laughs) and move on to the next victim. He'll strike a match with his, like, the rough of his shoulder. (laughs) He'll throw it in a cold water wash cycle. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> with stones to stonewash him. <laughs> so at the end, Doom's Denim takes this fight. Yeah. Yep. Darth, Darth Vader, Vader versus Osbendias. We had a lot of fighting about this one. Yeah. This, we, it's a heated discussion. Yeah. It really yeah. was. To ruin your podcast dreams, we actually pre-talk about all these to kind of get a general idea of what we're going to talk about. Leaning. We're a bunch of cheaters. And we were arguing. We actually talked. We, we podcasted pre-podcast on this around around the old uh, dining room table. And because to me, it's I, I just felt Darth Vader would automatically take it. But a lot of people gave some good fights. Uh, Mike, you had probably one the best. I mean, I mean. There's got to be some way around it. I mean, you know, he's, uh, I mean, he could, you know, buy the Death Star out from under him <laughs> for one thing, you know. I mean, the guy's like genius intellect, peak physical condition, you know. And my whole argument was it took a, an, a literal god to kill him in the comic book. So I think Darth Vader would have to take out his A game. You know, I don't, I don't think just Force Choke would be able to stop this man. Yeah. What about the bullet? Yeah. Oh, and he caught a bullet. <laughs> so Force throws his lightsaber, probably just grab the hilt of it, you know, and then, you know, take it apart and turn it into a laser gun and then <laughs> shoot him with a crystal laser. Sees him using the Force, learns how to use the Force. Yeah, yeah he would probably just be a Jedi <laughs> and then kill him. Yeah. He yeah. Would, Wait, let me quickly learn how to dead. use the Force. Okay, you're dead. I hate Cause and learn how to use it. What? Hayden Christensen learned how to use the force. <laughs> <laughs> if he can, who can? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hayden Christensen, guys. Special guest star. Thank you for reprising your role please as Anakin Skywalker. Please leave now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, go um, back into obscurity. Back in your hole. <laughs> we just spent our whole budget to get him to walk in. <laughs> Whatever, man. That was Took a bus a whole ticket. No steak he dinner. He paid us to come down. <laughs> we got here. Say, yeah. best twenty-five dollars ever spent. <laughs> Hey guys, we got the, we the shit out of Hayden. Christians. Edward James almost following us on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. We've got some clout, okay? We've got some the Edward James yeah. almost. And what is and, and what has Hayden Christensen done since Star Wars? Jack, cried a lot. Yeah. Jack and well, I'm no, sure he's done some car one. commercials. I'm sure he's, he's probably done something to make some money. Uh, here they're doing a reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? So oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a star. Oh wait, no, he did that teleporting movie. Uh, jumper? Oh. jumper jumper yeah 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 the next that, so must be good yes yeah, uh, it was 12 whole dollars were like a month after it came out <laughs> all right oh. so back but, to the fight but we have darth vader he's a jedi we're, we're as nerdy as we are we're not sure if darth vader can actually use force lightning but he has the force and he has a lightsaber so they just meet in a dark alley and have to fight for whatever reason um he, I I, he even wins. though uh, Ozzy can stop a bullet. I don't know if he can stop a lightsaber. I don't know I if don't he can stop so. the force. I mean, well, and um, he may be in peak physical condition, but so is a robot. Yeah. No, he's not. He's all f old and fat That's and lazy. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I, th I think Darth whatever. Vader takes I mean, it's, Vader. Uh, I've been outvoted uh, by uh, Dark Vader. Uh, dark man, dark man, dark helmet. Dark helmet. Yes. <laughs> Going ludicrous speed. <laughs> they went to plaid. It's my, it's my own story I'm making. It's yeah, that's my second Spaceballs reference in so many <laughs> podcasts. I'm doing pretty good. Dark hater. You're a dark hater. So Darth Vader in the end. Darth Vader, yes, yes, he wins. Mike's Apocalypse wrong. versus Magneto. <laughs> I hate this one so much because I love both of these guys so yeah. much. This is this is a hard. This one. is going to hurt either way. Um, Apocalypse is so like powerful and out of control, and so is Magneto. So I think in in both of their peak physical conditions, peak powers, top form, top form. Um, Mag I I just think Magnus takes it. Yeah, every time. Um, and I don't think this is one of those like, oh, Magneto rips metal out of him, blah, 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 and he's done for. Uh, I think this is a pretty hefty fight, but. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I just, I love Apocalypse so much as hate having to say it. Because yeah. I like Magneto too. Um, it's just, at the end of the day, Magneto's going to win. Yeah, yeah. 
How do you think he would win? Just give me a rundown. Not disagreeing with you. I'm just curious. Because what you guys tell me, Magneto is the. Uh, I, I I think there's the cats meow. I think it's one of those <laughs> things that there's so many things that he can do to Apocalypse. Uh, Apocalypse has metallic parts to him. He can rip that stuff all apart. He can, uh, you know, make knife bullets out of the metal that he <laughs> pulls brain, out of him. Your brain waves him. are electromagnetic. Yeah, you just there's just so much. Yeah, there's so much that he can do to, it to Apocalypse. It sounds like Apocalypse. I mean. Magneto is pretty much just—he's—you can't. Uh, Magneto and Apocalypse both. How do you kill Magneto? Magneto is almost a broken character in that yeah. world. Magneto yeah. and Apocalypse both are, are um are mutants that have learned to use their ability like, like, to like the top peerlessly. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the Professor Xavier. Yeah, except for they're willing to go that extra step that Xavier, like Xavier yeah. has rules. Yeah. And Apocalypse they don't. Is, and Apocalypse yeah. is willing to go those extra steps that Magneto's not. The yeah, that's true. To to yeah. That's true. Well. They're both habitual line steppers. Yeah. yeah. To quote half baked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so so I think this is not one of those like Man. this isn't one of those easy like a Magneto rips him apart and it's over. Um I think Magneto's bloody and broken, but he wins. Yeah, yeah. Mm. which is the same thing. Like with the last, li- uh, with the last, because he was fighting. Um, was the last? Oh, aliens! It was Magneto. Oh, aliens! Yeah. Aliens wasn't so bad for him, but Sovereign oh, before I him was we were so huge. About the giant metal box. Um, I, don't, I I I think he would have ate Sovereign for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. but I think I think yeah. that would have hurt him. We'd have to use all his mental strain and focus to yeah. crash down a city, basically. And. And if you're going like uh, after, like if these are one after another, Magneto has shown multiple times that after he does something like that, he's under a lot of strain and he's not as powerful afterwards. Yeah. But um, I think if he's at the top and Apocalypse is at the top, Magneto's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. T1000 versus Deathstroke. This is a fun fight. Yeah, I all I can imagine is like with this fight is like T one thousand with you know sword hands going against Deathstroke with a ninja sword and just like ching 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 and it all up. And TJ brought up something <clears throat> earlier that uh, T one thousand seems to be very like not very creative because he would be a lot more creative with the powers if he had them. Um, with him being a robot and all. But I think I think that's the I think that's the chink in his armor is that um Yeah, he's not creative. Yeah, and Deathstroke is very creative. Yeah, he's a yeah. mindless machine. Yeah. And he's gonna figure out a way to destroy that machine. Yeah, and Deathstroke is, you know, pretty much one hundred percent ingenuity. Yeah. And takes on multiple teams in the D C universe and holds his own. Yeah. Yeah, very um, much so. So I, I, I don't think the I, I think I you know it's going to be a fight. It's a fair fight, but Deathstroke's going to win this one. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like because um, you got to remember T one thousand is a a machine, so it doesn't get tired and it doesn't you know falter on that. It's going to be like I said Deathstroke kind of calculating every move that it makes and yeah. learning where it slowly messes up because uh, ultimately if it's hand to hand combat. Deathstroke's human intellect is what's going to overcome this machine's just you know yeah. slash you know slice and dice um, because T1000 has shown that he can kind of morph around things, but I mean, like I said, after the first one or two counterattacks, Deathstroke will figure that out and then you know calculate how to avoid all those things. Yeah. And next thing you know, he'll throw a grenade on T1000, blow him in all the bits because I don't think he has to fully. Destroy T one thousand. He just has, like, said, defeat Beat him. Beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And as you've seen, like, uh, even in like in Terminator two, when T one thousand just well, gets as, blown. As most bits. of us have seen. Yeah. Yeah. With the exception of Blaze. Yeah. Still. <laughs> yeah. When he's yep. get, getting shot off with the grenades and blown in half, you know, he's just like. <laughs> it's uh, one of those things where I think Deathstroke would do that, and then also probably push it even further. Yeah. Yeah. And get away. Deathstroke Mike, wins. You got anything on this one? Like I said, I think it was ingenu- his ingenuity, uh, his array of weapons. I think he can definitely because basically all all the all the uh, you know Arnold did in the second movie was just 
overload him, you know, with this weakening and with the nitro, with the uh, the nitrous, nitrous, not nitrous oxide, uh, whatever it was. Uh, you know, like in the deleted scenes, you could see where you know the T one thousand was clearly weakened by uh, being frozen, and it was okay. just basically overloading his circuits and just breaking him down piece by piece. It can be done, and I think Deathstroke's the guy to do it. Yeah, absolutely. The end. Deathstroke right. takes Deathstroke. it. Deathstroke. Rondo Fly versus Liquid Snake. This is one where Goodbye Liquid. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's gone. Love him to death. Yeah. I'm not a real big Metal Gear guy, so um That's I, I in instantly think Randall was gonna take this one. Out. In the sky now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I uh, even though I haven't read a lot of the a lot of the stuff on Randall Flag, I I from what I know, what Mike's told me about him, what I've read up on him, I, I I mean, I don't think Snake's got got much of a chance in this. No, I, s- I still think you're thinking the wrong Snake. Well, I I probably am, but um, <laughs> if we had put Snake Plinsky on this, <laughs> then maybe he had a fighting fighting chance. Yeah, I mean exactly like with Randall Flag. <laughs> I read the stand and I read a few other things. I mean, and from everything, I mean, just he's ultimately just an ultimate badass. I mean, a lot of powerful, you know, like I said, if you control time and all these different things, you are someone that just is going to overcome someone like liquid snake. Hands down. There's just really not a a big fight there. (coughs) Mike, what you got on this one? I mean, mortal man, like Randall is, you know, the, uh, Flag is the ultimate enemy of mortal man. Uh, if you can be psychically controlled, uh, you know, you're that's it. I mean, the guy is just too powerful. I mean, he could make you walk off a cliff if you wanted to. Uh, and he's ancient, there's nothing you can do, no matter if you know, rifle shots are gonna stop that, <laughs> yeah, or shirtless fights on top of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> that would stop my heart. <laughs> So, Randall Flag just takes that one. He just goes. Deep. I mean, do you think there's a fight at all, or is it? I mean, pretty much him just. Uh, I think the fight ends before it ever begins. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so Randall right. Flag just so. takes that one. R.I.P. Liquid Snake. Black Adam versus Dark Phoenix. Ooh, this is another one of those. Re- like you hate yeah. to see it, but it's really good match. Boy, howdy! Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I well, automatically um, want to go Black Adam. I it, Dark Phoenix is a cosmic yeah, force. Yeah, power cosmic is yeah. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump's magic. It's I understand. Trump's everything. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think we like Dark Phoenix to be defeated has had to she let has to herself want to be, yeah. yeah, be defeated. And I don't think she's going to want that against Black Adam. No. Well, that's not going to happen. Not going to let this DC scrub come take me <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly, exactly. Um yeah. So I I think Dark Phoenix has this one all the way. Um <coughs> they might have some good blows back and forth, but in the end she's going to be toying with him and just take it take him out. I'm assuming her power is infinite, right? Pretty much insurmountable. Pretty much. Yeah. You know? Do you think there's anybody in the in the Marvel universe that could take her on? Oh, there's, yeah, oh, there's yeah, several definitely. in the Marvel universe, yeah. but again, you're going you to be like, like Galactus yeah, and Eternity beyond be, that. Yeah. Yeah. Utah the Watcher, yeah, yeah. Wu Tang or uh, <laughs> the Wu Tang. <laughs> well, ODB could destroy We we couldn't shake up the foundations of this whole fight by having ODB in this. Uh, yeah. So Wu-Tang Clan wins the fight. <laughs> uh, rest of the match canceled. Yeah, because Black Adam is with. so powerful. It's just so weird to think that Dark Phoenix would just, I mean, literally. Well, I, I also toy. think Black Adam, or I think Dark Phoenix would do, uh, would beat um, Shazam. I think Black Adam, or Dark Phoenix would beat Superman. Like These are all I don't think it's okay to think wrong it's thoughts. I mean, <laughs> everybody does it, but no, I mean, it, it, in 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 DC terms, it's like the Spectre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is the power level f- of Dark Phoenix. It's like the Spectre on in DC. Yeah. So, so isn't the Spectre sh- like basically the Grim Reaper? Yeah, the Spectre is basically the Angel of Death. Yeah. yeah, in in human personified form. 
Well, he possesses people. Yeah. You and your possession people. Your dead mans and your specters. You and love all possession. <laughs> but yeah. yeah I'd, I'd By the <laughs> devil, which I think you'd love. <laughs> so I I love mean, what do you think on this one, Blaze? You dead homie. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one in this group that can possess someone else. But what do you think about this fight? <laughs> it's really hard to say. Yeah. Honestly, but... Power cosmic. Yeah. Trump's yeah. all. <laughs> Dark Phoenix. What could possess you to choose the power <laughs> cosmic? It's one of those, it just, it, it almost just pisses me off. I, I, cause I have to agree. Cause I know that it's right, but damn it. I know. You just don't want a, a Marvel character to be the DC character. I know. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's even though all of them. I mean, I think, uh, personally, I think Dark Phoenix is a little too powerful to be on the list. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those, but yeah, I agree. So blame Galactus. it on Ray. <laughs> 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 All right, so Dark Phoenix takes that one. That's Damn it, man! Yeah, but you're, you're it, Indian, yes, yeah, yes. So as an overview, unanimously, let's, let's review it just because, like I said, this is uh, coming down to the last two. Um, we had Doomsday, or Doomsday Venom, or uh, Doomsdenum, Doomsdenum, as we like to say. Had him versus the Kaiju. Ultimately. Dooms Denim took it. We had Dark Vader versus Osmond Dias, and Dark Vader took it begrudgingly against a couple of uh, like Mike's bullet catching <laughs> arguments. <laughs> Ap- Apocalypse versus Magneto. Ah, Mar- Magneto. It's like this list is just heartbreaking, man. Yeah. All it my is. favorite villains just like going away. All your boyhood dreams yeah, crushed by cold, hard comic book facts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, God, it's that like will change tomorrow with a new writer. Yeah, we're just yeah. we're arguing like made up things and getting mad about it. You're getting mad. They, they, I, that's getting the mad essence of nerd culture. Exactly, is arguing over insignificant, fictitious things and getting pissed, man. Not even like oh, just yeah. get all the people I want are a, a righteous <laughs> nerd rage. I have seen friendships broken up over less than this. <laughs> yeah, T1000 versus Deathstroke. Deathstroke took it. Randall Flag versus Liquid Snake. Randall Flag. And at the end, Black Adam versus Dark Phoenix, and we decide Black Adam. So our. <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I tried, but yeah. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. So coming up for our next fights on the next episode, we have Doom's Denim versus Dark Vader. Trademark TM. Yes, yeah, TM. Magneto versus Deathstroke. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Randall Flag versus the Dark Phoenix. So it's getting down to the nitty gritty, as we yeah. like to say. Tune in next time. Anybody have any final thoughts? Tune in next uh, time when you hear Blaze say, the astral plane. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to put out a request. Okay. Um, anyone that can uh, draw a picture of Doom's denim? <laughs> yeah, his, we need a picture in of this. his uh, denim jacket. You know, I imagine him with a mustache, dressed to the, <laughs> dressed to the nines. Just make sure he has aviator glasses, and yes. Doom's denim has a TM next to and, it, so Marvel cannot steal. And a son that's kind of confused because he's like a good dad that teaches morals, <laughs> but it's still se- it's still kind of like a sexual tension there. Do you th- now, th- now, really, think about, does this denim jacket have sleeves or is, have they sleeves. been cut sleeves. off? Sleeves optional. Because <laughs> yeah. I see sleeves cut off with the white t-shirt, but it's or maybe like cuffed up with a pack of smoke. No he has yes. a bullet. Yeah, I, I like this. Yeah. I like the I like the, yeah, you know, the cut vest. off with the cup yeah. of the white. I mean, but how about this? Do you got do you guys think cowboy boots or uh, old white Reeboks? Old <laughs> <laughs> white Reeboks, Depends definitely. On yeah. how high tops. Is. <laughs> high top pumps or no, it's just hot. like high top maybe pumps. Maybe the BK hot. Knights of the Ratchet technology. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you guys just want to call it a Dooms Denim's going to take it all? I mean, come on. He's <laughs> our own creation. He How wraps can we? Dark Phoenix in yeah. denim and <laughs> <laughs> the cosmic. No, d- no, what happens is Dark Phoenix is trucking by, destroying the universe, and catches an eye of that sex candy. And, and just is like, yeah, just kill me now. Oh, that. Yeah. He's like, it's Is real velour. <laughs> Your eye. The smell of whiskey and yeah. smoke. Just yeah, he's just Captain Morganing yeah. on the back of his truck nuts trailer hitch. And just she walked falls out madly of a, in love. Just walked out of a huddle house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Huddle House. 
All right. Please tune in again to Nerds. Please, get after laid. that, please yeah. turn yeah, it. Please <laughs> keep listening. Please We're don't. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and please. But do send us your fan art of oh Dunes. Oh, God. Please gosh. draw Dunes in them. Hey. Hey, I'll uh, put out a special. We'll uh, pay you. Best, yeah, best Dooms Denim uh, pictures voted on by the group uh, gets $10 gift certificate at Geek Chicago. So there you go. You also get a shout out on the best podcast in Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. Thank you for tuning in, like always. Share, tell all your friends about it. Tell your friends about how stupid we are and how they need to listen to it <laughs> and just attack us with nerd rage because we want to hear it. We, we're, we're ready for some internet tough guys. We haven't got it yet. We've only had people be like, oh, you guys are funny. Yeah. You we know, want people to tell us how dumb thanks, we are. Jerks. Even this is going to be about how much we hate you. <laughs> yeah, I want to soak in the nerd rage and, yeah. and become more powerful. Yeah. Because I, mean, <laughs> uh, I want to fear doing the next <laughs> podcast. On another note, send us pictures of you and your family in denim jackets. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter how mad you are at the end of the day, we got Edward James behind us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you want to take on Admiral Adama, you let me know. <laughs> Yeah, roll the hard six all over your face, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to direct our next podcast. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank you to Ray, to Mike. Uh, what's your name? Blaze. Caesar. And TJ. Thank you. I'm your host, Nathan. See you guys later. Bye. Goodbye. Welcome back to another exciting segment of Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. Thank you, Batman. Thank you. <laughs> and Terry. <laughs> yeah, Terry. Terry over there in the back. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> we <laughs> love you, Terry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anyway. that was a great Pee Wee Herman impression. <laughs> <laughs> you said the secret word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough Pee Wee Herman. I like how Blaze Terry doesn't Cannon. get the, uh, the note to pull the mic yeah. away. <laughs> Let me just yell into the mic as loud as I can. <laughs> um, one of the things we did a while back as a as a reader uh, was growing up nerd, where we kind of gave a little bit of insight. That was a long, long time ago. Months, <laughs> weeks, days ago. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Kind of gave uh, actually just an insight of, of everybody's stuff I didn't know even about you guys. And TJ wasn't with us at that time. So what I kind of want to do is just kind of go back a little bit and just talk to you, TJ, about growing up being a nerd because you are a quintessential nerd, man. Thank you. In the most, <laughs> of, in the most offensive way possible. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I really want to like strike at your soul with that one. That's yeah. sometimes a stress for TJ. <laughs> <laughs> at least twice. He has two kids. Yeah. 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 So I got, I got two there. Um, Adopted. <laughs> they're just my cover. <laughs> yeah. um, now, one of the things we were kind of talking about was actually growing up. Um, when you were growing up, I mean, what was what you would kind of define yourself? Were you a nerd as a young kid, or was it something you kind of grew into? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What um, were like? What were some of the things you were into? What was your your nerd addictions? I uh, still am into most of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, never grew out. Exactly. Um, uh, well, it started off. I uh, was young enough to remember the original uh, He Man series when it was on the air. Yep. Um, however, uh, there was me and. Um, I had three other cousins. They're all about the same age. Um, and we kind of made this agreement between the, the, the uh, several of us that we wouldn't all collect the same thing. That way we wouldn't get double up on toys. We could uh-huh. know that some one of us would do He-Man, one of us would do G.I. Joe. That is, that's an intelligent bargain <laughs> to make that <laughs> right? that's, and so That's genius. Yeah, that's actually really smart. Yeah. And, it's like and the then, communist toy. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus, sorry. I told you. I, I keep mean, forgetting how loud this is. But uh, <laughs> so uh, we decided so that we would be able to blanket, you know, our toy boxes a little uh, better, uh, divvy them up, and uh, I got Transformers. I did not realize how much I would really uh, grow to love those things. So, and your life changed forever. Yes. <laughs> now uh, I know because you are a a huge Transformer fan still, like you're saying. Um. Was the thing that kind of grabbed you? Was it more the toys, like the the functionality of them, or did you also get into the you know the the series because uh, you know the stories and things like that? The it's, TV it's show like is that a, what you're talking about? It's a combination of things. Yeah. Um, I I love the comics, the the uh, shows, the the figures, um, the characters. It it, I, it just all kind of meshes together. It's kind of like uh, 
do you like Batman? Well, what do you like about Batman? Do you like the movies? Do you like the TV show? Do you like the toys? Do you like cartoons? Yeah, yeah. the cartoons. So it's it's all about. Um, I mean, Transformers was one of the things that, like, when I was a kid, that was one of my main jams was the the Transformers cartoon and the and the toys and all. Um, coming more towards like adulthood and the first Transformers movie coming out, um, I hated the movie, but when. Optimus Prime showed up and said, "I'm Optimus Prime," or whatever, or whatever the first line was, as he's that truck. I teared up a little bit. Did you? I didn't tear up. Okay, I um, teared up. <laughs> I for real teared up. Um, I went in. I, I I when I go to the theater and watch a movie, I expect crap. Uh, I go in and I'm like, I'm giving my nine dollars away to see a, a two hours of crap. You could just flush that down the toilet and <laughs> exactly. save your time. Well, the the way I look <laughs> at it is a true optimist. Here. Yeah, when I go An into optimist prime, exactly. <laughs> I go into a movie. I expect crap. I get in and it's entertaining. I'm like, okay, I didn't waste nine dollars. Well, it's like what Marge Simpson said: if you aim the bar low, you can never really be disappointed. <laughs> exactly so true. Exactly. Um, that being said, the original Transformers movie, I accept it for what it is. Uh, being a longtime fan. There are so many different mythologies of Transformers. It's not even a... Um, it's like, okay, that's not G1. Oh, well. You know, uh, Beast Wars the same way. Mm. Um, but, I mean, the, the quintessence of seeing that that budget of, you know, that, that level of production of a Transformer, that's from growing up. I mean, that has to be pretty damn exciting. In the it was. I, and and uh, I looked at my wife when we were driving home, and I said... Uh, What'd you think? And she said, "Wow, I can see why you like this now." Yeah, and then and then like Peter Cullen being the voice of Optimus Prime in the original series, and then in the new movies was bringing it back. Well, yeah, that was beautiful to me. Now let's fast forward you to being a teenager, and you know more. Like, I mean, did uh, all this just kind of grow, or did you get deeper into it? Like, we're in high school, were you just like the nerd? Were like, you know, like that dude. That dude likes, you know, Transformers. Or were you? What was? What were you like as a teenager? I was the um, kind of the chameleon, um, but yeah, I Mike Lawman. Yeah, I, I when I heard yes, Mike say that, job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, um, I could get along with anybody anywhere, mm-hmm. but um, but I never kind of hid. I like comics. Um, I like superheroes. I like Star Wars. I never hid any of that kind of stuff, and I've never felt a need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I said, I was the same way. Just wear it out there. <laughs> now, as you came into adulthood, did it ever affect your date in life? You know, when the lady's like, yeah, you know, you know, you want to come back to my place? I uh, hope you don't mind this giant shrine of Transformers. I <laughs> almost uh, just come to, come to say that. Um I almost scared off uh, my current wife, Laura. She'll listen to this and, and start laughing. <laughs> or um, crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I married him. Um, I had, uh, you know, I, I just recently went through a divorce, and um, I was I had to move back in with my parents. Uh, I was living in their upstairs uh, loft. Um, and right as you come upstairs, I had two six-foot bookshelves of Transformers right as you come upstairs. The and panty so, dropper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what no. he likes to call it. <laughs> Was not. Um, but um, it, it's just, yeah, she got up there, kind of look around, what the hell have I come into? And Mother of God. Yeah, almost 10 years later. and So you like a lot of toys. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, as of course, you know, go, because the coolest thing, or like, I don't know if it's the coolest thing about you, but the most interesting fact is, you took the chance and opened up a comic book shop, like one hundred percent. I mean, that had to be a, a pretty big risk, you know. Uh, I mean, and especially in our area. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was the biggest? I mean, when did, is shunned how here. drunk were you when you said, <laughs> "Damn it, Laura, I'm opening a comic shop." <laughs> like, um, wasn't drunk. Um, <laughs> he was really high. <laughs> I was high on life. He was wasted <laughs> on Christ. Um. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I saw, um, a possibility of, uh, opening a, a comic shop. I'd always wanted to, um, since I was a teenager, I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, we came into a situation to where I was able to do it. 
Um, I was kind of burnt out on my uh, previous job and said, let's, let's take a chance. We'll do this. We're okay right now. We can, we can take a chance on it. And we did. We uh, took a step out and we're here. We're still open. So how, how long have y'all, how long has Geek Chic been? Uh, we opened uh, May 15th of uh, 2012. Awesome. Awesome. Jesus, it's been that long? Yes. But it has been that long. We quit the same year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what made you think that you could succeed where other places have failed? I mean, I don't think we've ever had a true comic shop. We've had bookstores. We had, you know, Rowan's, the the antique shop that had yeah. comics and We had a comic shop games. like a long time ago. It, that's exactly the point. There's not one. There was an open market. Mm. Um, there was not a comic shop, and the closest one was an hour drive. Yeah, full um, of jerks. <laughs> full of jerks. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I I can't speak for the people uh, there, but you know, it's um, it's an hour drive away, and I thought, you know, we open up something local. People don't have to drive very far. Um, mm. I have a good customer service background. Yeah. And you have people coming in from um, Gainesville to do like your hero clicks and stuff like that, which yeah. I, I think is really cool. Now, was that, that when you first opened? Uh, because we were kind of talking about this, like, because we call it a comic book shop, and you still you s- serve comics, but you're not sent, like the quintessential, like, you come in like walls of much comics. You've moved more to the comic, like, hobby based type stuff. Now, when you open, was that also the fort? You're like, okay, we're gonna open up. We're gonna do hero clicks. We're gonna do, you know, D and D. We're gonna do, yeah, magic. Or did that slowly evolve? Uh, actually, there was an evolution. Uh, we planned on doing magic. I knew mm-hmm. there was a huge magic community, yeah, in the area. So magic was on on the uh, top of the uh, charts from the get go. Um, and then uh, hero clicks was very much by accident. Um, uh, one day I was making an order. And my uh, buyer suggested, hey, um, why don't you throw a case of Hero Clicks on there? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And uh, it's like, yeah, just just try it, see how it works. It's usually a pretty good seller. So took a chance, um, sold out the first case I bought within uh, 72 hours. Whoa. Can we give a clap for that one? <laughs> Uh, pretty much to one guy, <laughs> Ray Hank. Can we take oh. that clap back? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he just bought a box, opened it up. It's like, oh wow, I got this and this, and then he opened it, and then it's like, let me buy three more. That's how it starts. That's exactly. the, that's the addiction, yeah. man. I, it happens to me when I I'll go when the gravity fees come out. I'll, I'll get the three for ten. Go into my car, open them. I need to go get a couple more. <laughs> That's why I bought three booster boxes of magic cards from you, and I hadn't played magic in like five years. Yeah. <laughs> now, there is only one inconvenience to your store for me. <laughs> Even though I, you know, I go there at least once a week. I'm at your store. Um, I'm sorry, TJ. No, <laughs> I know it's it's Stinking really rough. Place. But um, so I'll go in there and I'll be like, yeah, I'll be right back. And I'm like, hey, look, Long Branch. The saloon is right over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check that out. And then I always end up drinking way too late to come and buy Hero Clicks. And I'm like, no, I just saw like five I wanted. Open the door. Dude, the store closes at like seven. Yeah, I know. How early do you drink? <laughs> Dude, there's some days I walk home from work and I stop by and I get off at seven in the morning. <laughs> so oh. this is so. truly an intervention. Actually, really? no, yeah. you know, that's I'm, this is this is a small side tip. But when you work overnights, people weird out when you drink. That's not you gotta think. That's you're getting off work. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how you end the day. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I worked uh, Thank overnight you. jobs. Thank you very yeah, much. I, I used to yeah. having a beer at uh, eight o'clock in the morning. Actually, isn't that weird? If you've been up for the past you know thirteen hours working, so mm-hmm. so good defensive. I can't believe Long Branch is open that early though. They open at eight. I'll wait. What? <laughs> I do. I do find that part. <laughs> weird i understand as a person working overnight but like to be at the bar like i gotta go to work they they ex- w- open at eight where do you work a bar <laughs> <laughs> they extended their hours for blaze yeah. they're like hey yeah, this apparently. guy's ho- hanging out around outside he's paying our rent <laughs> yeah, they're they're like, hey fatty <laughs> they should have a beer? chair he's spending all his hero clicks money at, <laughs> yeah. at long print now kind of talking about comics because this is something that I, I didn't know and i found really interesting because there's a reason you don't really carry uh, comics, you know, like the the latest issues. And you were saying uh, when it comes to being a, a smaller comic book shop, it's financially hard of what they're trying to require from a comic book shop. Yeah, it's um, there's a oh, 
Okay. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, they require a certain threshold of purchases every month. Uh, for a small shop with a small uh, customer base, it's kind of hard to hit that threshold and uh, keep yeah. it on the comics. Because, I mean, if you really had to think about it, I know it's kind of a, a just a random question to ask, but the percentage of people coming and asking for comics, I mean, is it a, is that a large influx? I mean, because, I mean... I've, I would assume if it was, you probably would be carrying more comics. But yeah. that's you're seeing that's something you're not seeing anymore. Right? No, uh, I mean with the digital, uh, with uh, iPads being more prevalent, yeah. uh, digital subscriptions like uh, Marvel Unlimited, um, or the um, Image Service, or even uh, DC's uh, Direct. Um, there's a, there's so many options nowadays to get a, a lot of comics for a really cheap price that it's not feasible. Yeah. Now, um, so. When it comes to being, I mean, because, I mean, like I said, you've been open for a while now. What's, is it the, uh, like I said, the turn-based games? I mean, that, is that what's keeping the store afloat, that type of thing? Um, uh, Heroclix, the Magic, um, uh, which are great communities. Um, yeah. And just people coming in and uh, buying the kind of off-the-wall stuff that we have sitting in there. <laughs> um, uh, you might have a guy come in there. Oh, that Play Arts is really awesome looking. I didn't know you guys had that. I'm going to pick that really up. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that's the one thing I, I have to request. I, I, I'd like to see more action figures in the, that in that store. Nate. The overhead for action figures is probably pretty expensive, though, isn't it? Um, is it like comics? Do they have? Do they require a certain amount? No, they don't. But um, it's it's a different type of thing. I have to um, in order to get uh, action figures at a wholesale, I have to order a case. Oh, um, so yeah, <laughs> a case of like so like you got to get the same action figure and a, yes, well, we're gonna have yeah. to have some more nerds who get laid battle <laughs> exactly <laughs> battles for uh, action figure. Actually, I I do have to comment on your action figure prices. Though. They're actually really low, like compared to a lot of websites, which is weird. And tax included is pretty awesome. That oh, that's I love the that truth. about your store. Yeah, that is the truth. Love yeah, that. that that calculating is really tough for my southern brain. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. goodness, I. <laughs> I don't know. That was a thing that when I opened the store, I uh, I had looked around at some things, and uh, I'm I'm a big fan of like the fair tax. So I've read that, and I've read how they integrated the tax into when you're purchasing. So you see eighteen dollars, but they have the fair taxes um, already calculated into the price. So you see it on your re- uh, receipt. And I said that's brilliant. Why don't yeah. why doesn't everyone just do that all automatically? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And then it's done in European countries and Australia. Um, I thought, well, I'll just do it here. I can do the math already, and it's not affecting me that much. I can yeah, – no, it's not great. hard to do the uh, the math to send it in. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, great. I still got my Mass Effect Garrus figure sitting right by the bed, <laughs> getting all them ladies in there. Mm. <laughs> like, girl, do you like Mass Effect? Yeah. I'll show you a Mass Effect. They walk in. <laughs> Pull a 180 and run out. And then I wake up. (laughs) (laughs) The mass effect of you not getting late. Well, that's been a pretty, uh, actually a good insight of even that side of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you have like a website or anything you want to plug for Geek Chic? Um, Basically, our Facebook page is where we update everything. Um, uh, Facebook.com slash Geek Chic Hobbies. Right on. Do you do Um, an eBay store also? Uh, we don't. We do have an eBay uh, store, Geek Chic Hobbies, as well. Okay. Uh, you can find uh, products and uh, most of the stuff that's in the shop. You can find on there as well. Um, and uh, if you're looking for something, uh, we'll try to find it for you. And uh, just send us an email at geekchichobbies at gmail dot com. We'll look it up, see what we can do. Um, if we can't beat the price uh, for it, we'll send you a link to the person that can get it for you. There you go. That's good customer service. Absolutely. Good insight on that. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more nerd stuff about how Blaze doesn't get Mass Effect. Hey guys, welcome back to the Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. And we're going to chill out right now and (laughs) take a chill pill. Get that guy out of here. Yeah, just, you know, throw some nerd on the rock and talk about the most underrated Marvel character. Iceman. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Iceman. Bobby from that movie with the (laughs) RX-8. 
That's all I know about him. But uh, apparently he's pretty powerful and uh, coming into his own. So we're going to talk about that right now and see uh, if we think he is underrated, overrated, or right where he needs to be. Uh, who wants to start it off? Ray does. I, yep. I'll start it off. Um, Ray will always start it off. Just chill I, out and talk. I'm always about it, willing to yeah. talk because I'm talk. a long-winded talk. character. T a w k. Iceman. Um, I think a lot of people just think, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna make some ice sleds." And that's what I think. Some yeah, I'm just gonna slide around behind <laughs> Firestar Man. and S- Spider-Man. I I always think of the old Iceman as a snowman, like <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Jack Frost, where he's wearing those boots and he's yeah. all like white and he's throwing snowballs at yeah. Magneto. Yeah, that's forever but, Iceman. Yeah, that's that's classic Iceman. But um, as we've seen in a lot of comic books, he has not um, quite figured out his complete. Uh, top of his power and Emma Frost um this de- is going way back by yeah, the way yeah 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 but older she than Blaze. yeah probably older than Blaze that is true um probably. possessed him and pushed him to the limits or his Push what he thought his limits were but um I, he's a lot more powerful than I think most people most people would ex- expect you know he's not just going to make ice cubes for your drink that you know Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Iceman is classified as an Omega level mutant. Uh, currently, there are around ten of those. Yeah, not I very d- many. N- no idea about that. I never heard this before. So apparently, if you're Omega level, you are the Omega top. level is the top. And the list that I can find on Wikipedia is Dark Phoenix, Elixir, Franklin Richards, Goblin Queen, Hope Summers, Iceman, Jean Grey, Kid Omega, Legion. Magneto, Marvel Girl, Mr. M, Vulcan, and X-Man. So he's in a pretty elite group yeah. of yeah. nobodies. Basically uh, characters that could destroy the planet on yeah. their own. The most, the, the top. That just blows me away. Because like, <laughs> you never think Iceman. Yeah. World's potentially fastest barista. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean... E- Snow even, cone man. Even <laughs> recently in the... um. The uh, battle for the atom. Past Iceman, current Iceman, and future Iceman all connect and see each other. And what? Yeah, it, it's wild. Yeah, X Men are always about some time travel. But um, thought the time men. Oh, it was crazy. There's a, a scene in that same issue where they are all seeing which one could turn the j- other's juice into popsicles quicker. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, but like which brings me back to why <laughs> most uh, powerful. That sounds like X-Men. overrated yeah. to me. Most powerful X Men. He's like, I'm gonna make popsicles. Well, <laughs> that was a joke. That wasn't really it. <laughs> his power level is not connected to his maturity. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Because the younger Iceman, like, all he can do is pretty much make snowballs. The middle Iceman can kind of make s- spikes out of ice and The third one's sleds. making living golems. Yeah I, b- yeah. I bet he has a lot of seasonal jobs. Blaze. <laughs> Blaze. I'm done. Women lie to me enough. I don't need you to lie to me about what happens <laughs> <Yeah>. in comics. <laughs> in comics, and give us bad puns. I'm very. You, you hit me where it hurts. Now yeah. someone Women. was saying he's actually yeah, in able to transport people by f- turning them into water molecules. Just cool off yeah. on the lies. He can <laughs> during during the Age of Apocalypse, he so changed uh, uh, an X Men Strike Force into water molecules, transported them across the planet. See that's that's that sounds cool. Like that's something you would never think though. That no, yeah, like that. Uh, this is one of those abilities that, um, if you have some creativity, you can get you can deep. you can get wild with this yeah. ability. Just like uh, we talked about before, Magneto can put people to sleep because he can control the iron in their blood and stuff like that. If you can get creative with this ability that Iron Man, uh, Iceman has. Oh, you can get you can figure out some wild stuff. We could just pull all the iron out of their blood and suffocate them, and also with make ice, Swiss cheese, which exactly. makes, makes him like the biggest jerk. Because I mean, what's up with global warming? Ice man's <laughs> sitting right there. Like, 
But uh, no, nah, I'm just gonna make snowballs and <laughs> yeah. popsicles. I'm gonna I, throw some snowballs at Magneto and hope he. <laughs> well, you also yeah. have a a woman there that can control the weather. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. It's like X Men are the most self centered. Like <laughs> uh, we're pure and hated because we're mutants. Yeah, <laughs> show them you can you know affect the climate change and stuff like yeah. that. Fix the planet. That jerks. is that is one of the things I appreciate about X Men is like they can have some of these Omega level mutants, Iceman. Ice Man, and um, I mean his his ability essentially seems just kind of lame. Yeah, he can make it snow and he can make it cold and he can make some ice sleds, but when you really like push it out to the extreme, it's it's all on who's writing them and like yeah. who, how like I said how creative you can really get into it. I mean, as a, as a passing fan of like said some especially something like Marvel, who I don't listen to or read a whole lot. I would definitely say Iceman's underrated until now after this conversation. I'm sorry, overrated. Or maybe right where he needs to be. But after talking to you guys, <laughs> I definitely think he's underrated because, I mean, that's some pretty powerful stuff. I think every current comic that he's in that's not a, like a future thing, like future Iceman, he is completely underrated. Yeah. So they're just – they're not – Yeah, they, they keep his maturity level low. Yeah. Artificially, I think. Yeah, because he he always seems like a teenager, no matter how old he is. All right. But then again, there are people that are like that. So. That's true. That's yeah. true. Look at this room. Place for you. <laughs> yeah. this entire room. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a room. So, end of the day, Iceman. Underrated. Underrated. Agreed. Underrated. Oh, I'm reading the first book in George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire called Game of Thrones. Oh, man, I wish I knew how to read. Well, you don't have to know how to read. You can go to audible.com and sign up for their monthly subscription. But I ain't got no money. Well, actually, uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash nerds who get laid, and they'll give you a month for free. Oh, man, that's super dope. It's balling out of control. Well, thanks, man. I'm going to go check it out. Anytime, Terry. Have a good day. Someone needs to click this link. I don't know how to read still. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you loved it, go to facebook.com slash nerds who get laid and let us know what you thought. Let us know what you'd like to hear more about. Let us know what you'd like to hear less about. You can also get us on Twitter. We're at nerds who get laid. Tumblr, we are nerdswhogetlaid.tumblr.com. You can go to our website, nerdswhogetlaid.com. And if you need to email us, would like to be a guest on here or have uh, some ideas, give us a shout out on email. Nerds who get laid at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Y'all have a great day.